The Bible says in verse 11 of Genesis chapter 16, and the angel of the Lord said to her, behold, you are with child and you shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael because the Lord has heard your affliction. He shall be a wild man. His hand shall be against every man and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all of his brethren. In our last verse, then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her, El Roi, meaning you are the God who sees. For she said, have I also here seen him who sees me? One more time, that last verse, verse 13, and I'm getting emotional already. Then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her, El-Rohi, meaning you are the God who sees. For she said, have I also here seen him who has seen me? God, I thank you for your word. It's blessed. We need your blessing. Anoint me to preach it. Anoint your people to receive it. And today, God, I pray for those who are stuck in the middle of a hard place, who are wondering what's going on, that you would bring hope, clarity, faith, healing today. God, I pray deal with undealt with trauma today. Deal with undealt with pain, trigger points. God, we surrender our heart in this service and this word to you. And we pray that Jesus, you be glorified. Let your people be edified and let Satan in hell be terrified. And we pray this in Jesus' name. You can be seated. Amen. Today, I want to talk from the subject, subject Hagar's baby. Hagar's baby. This is going to be a rough one for me to work through because I've been working on this for weeks and I don't have a lot of stuff to say. I've got one page of notes. So it's not a lot, but it is a weighty word. But um, it doesn't take much to look around the body of Christ and see that many people are hurting and they have undealt with trauma and the trigger warnings. Uh, it seems to not be getting better. One of the struggles that we have in this generation, unlike generations before who refused to diagnose their issues, this generation has gotten really good at diagnosing their issues, but stopping there. I'm grateful for the progress because back in the day, nobody talked about problems, nobody talked about issues, nobody talked about struggles, and I'm grateful for this generation because they do talk about their problems, they do talk about their struggles, and they do talk about their addictions. But it is not enough to confess a pain that you refuse to release into the hands of God to heal. I believe that God wants to heal every area of trigger. Now understand, and my pastor said something really good this morning. He said some of these things, they are um, signals, not sin. It's not a sin to have anxiety. It's just a signal that something's up. It's not a sin to have worry. It's a signal that something's up. It's not a sin to have a trigger point because we've all gone through some things that make us more sensitive in areas than others, but understand that it is a signal and not a sin. That's the first thing I want to say. Whatever you've been through, no matter what it is, whether it's somebody fondled you or touched you wrong or somebody hurt you or broke your heart, no matter what it is, uh, understand that nothing you've been through is a sin that keeps God away from you. As a matter of fact, your brokenness and honesty about your brokenness is the very thing that draws God to you. He said he is near to the brokenhearted. 
The very thing that we constantly try to hide, put on a good face, tell everybody that we're blessed and highly favored. God sees our heart and he's saying, I wish you would admit that you're actually in pain, that you're actually hurting. That's why you go from bedroom to bedroom. That's why you go from job to job, relationship to relationship, shopping spree to shopping spree. It's because you're trying to hide the fact that you're brokenhearted, but the truth is your brokenheartedness does not scare God. It draws God. And I wonder how many people are walking around the body of Christ broken, battered, and scorned because they've been taught a wrong perspective of who God is. They were taught that you've got to fake it till you make it. They, they were taught that you have to have it all together and make sure that you, your, 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 your hair is on right and your eyebrows are on fleek and your pants are ironed and you got it straight. But here's the good news of the gospel, that when God created humanity, he's, that's the only thing that he did not speak into existence. When he said, let the birds be created, he spoke it. When he said, let the beasts of the fields be created, he spoke it. But when he got ready to make man, he said, this thing is going to be too great for my tongue to speak so for the first time ever God uses his hands to form man from the dirt and I want you to know if we came from dirt God's not afraid of your dirt man may try to shame you because of what you're going through or what you've been through but God is not afraid to get his hands dirty and forming who you are somebody say amen when we come to this story about this young slave girl, I've got to give you some history because her story matches my story and I'm pretty sure that it matches your story, but she is the slave of Abram and Sarai. Abram and Sarai, who would later be called Abraham and Sarah, were at the beginning stages of a generational blessing that God was about to pour out. And there had been a promise given to Abraham that you would bear a son, but because they were impatient, there's this young slave girl who becomes the victim of their impatience. Has anybody ever been a victim of somebody else's issues? <laughs> I know you can't say amen too loud because your mom might hear you, your dad might see you, but the truth is all of us have been victims to somebody else's trauma. As a matter of fact, that's one of the reasons so many people go to therapy because they've got folks in their life that refuse to go to therapy. I'm talking heavy already. There's this young slave girl and she's been taken from her homeland in Egypt by Abram and Sarai. And throughout this text, they never even call her name. If not for the angel of the Lord, we would never know how to identify her. They call her bond servant, slave, because they identified her by what she could do for them, not who she really was. And I want to know, has anybody ever gone through the trauma where people just didn't see you? They saw what you could do for them. They saw what you could give them but they didn't see you. They, they, they loved your words of encouragement, but when it came time for your words of encouragement, it feels like everybody has gone blind. That is the perspective of this young bond servant who has come out of Egypt. And we don't know her, her transition from Egypt. Maybe she was serving Abram and Sarai, or maybe they bought her. We don't know, but we do know that she's having a hard time being faithful to a people who are traumatic. I, I don't know if you've ever been in an abusive relationship. And understand, I'm not just talking about marriage because you can be in an abusive friendship. You can be in an abusive pastoralship. You can, y'all yeah, not gonna say amen right here, but you can be in an abusive situationship. <laughs> it is possible to suffer through abuse because you're trying to be faithful to a relationship. Some people in here know what it's like to be faithful to somebody that's not faithful to them. 
Loving on folks that refuse to love you back. Sacrificing for folks who wouldn't spit on you if you were on fire. This young lady is stuck in a home with people who only want to know her by what she does and not who she is. And she gets frustrated because Abram and Sarai have a promise from God. And the promise is that you're going to have a son and this son is going to birth offspring that's going to be more than the sand on the seashore. But because they're impatient, Sarai looks at Abram and says, well, you see that old maidservant we brought back from Egypt? Why don't you go ahead and impregnate her? And Abram did what every idiot guy would do. <laughs> he looked at Sarai and said, uh, you sure you want me to... Because you know what that means. If, and I don't mean to give you an analogy, uh, biology class, but if I have a baby with her, it's, it doesn't happen with hugs and, and kisses. It's going to be a little bit more than that. And Sarai is willing to allow their covenant to be broken because she's impatient for the blessing that God wants to give her. Now, this isn't the point of my message, but let me throw this in there for free. I wonder how many people are willing to break covenant because they're not willing to wait on God. How many people walk away from God-given relationships because they're impatient? How many people break covenant with their friendship with the Lord because they're impatient? Let me tell you something, friend. When you start moving outside of the will of God, you're not the only person who suffers. Your children suffer. Your family suffers. Your relationships and friendships suffer. And so here we see Abram and Sarai causing this young lady to suffer. And we don't see it quite yet until Abram is finally successful and getting her pregnant. And let's just stop for a minute and can we call this thing what it is in 2023? Because this woman gives Abram no permission to go into her body, yet he goes into her body, not by request of God, but by, by request of his impatient wife. This young lady is being raped. She couldn't have gotten pregnant. It's most likely she didn't get pregnant on the first time. So this had to probably be multiple times that she's getting raped and laying there trying to be out of mind as this old man who's supposed to be a man of God is on top of her trying to impregnate her. And she is suffering because they told me church was supposed to be a safe place. They, they told me that the people of God were supposed to be a safe place. Then, then how it is uh, that, that so many people that grew up in church have testimonies that the people who turned them out were on the pulpit. Yeah, we're going to 